let me let me ask another uh, trend. Obviously, uh, in the EMS industry, is the M and A activity, right? The the yeah. desire to. Uh, how, how would you characterize what's happening in Europe today? Um, so far as of um, September, we had more than thirty uh, M and A activities already. Uh, last year, we had a total, I think, of forty-four. Um, we are pretty certain that we're going to beat this number this year. Uh, there is a lot of things uh, ongoing, but as well, there is a couple of bigger projects uh, uh, which are very slow. And uh, see, once in a while, it's it's very stupid reasons. Yeah, if you, for example, uh, have. Uh, a consultant in your company and you want to sell your company uh, and you tell the consultant uh, wrong numbers, yeah, better numbers than they actually are. Yeah? Uh, any professional private equity companies and going in and uh, going into the due diligence, uh, checking the numbers, finding out that the numbers that were written on a sheet of paper were wrong. What do you expect? Yeah. Uh, these people from private equity, they're dealing with foreign money and they have a responsibility to make sure that uh, they earn money and they cannot uh, uh, do any, take any risk uh, uh, on, uh, on, uh, uh, dealing with wrong numbers and buying something which is uh, is not the case. So uh, uh, it's stupid things that are normally preventing uh, the deal to happen. And uh, uh, M&A consultants should know that. Yeah. And so that speaks to the consolidation. I'm just wondering, you know, with the growth and the expansion of the EMS within Europe over the last many years, do you see new players coming into the market, new EMS companies, people who think that there's opportunity here and are trying to get into the industry, or is that not very common? Uh, no. Well, what we see is we see more private equity companies coming into in the market, yeah, because uh, uh, even in the present economic situation, there's still a lot of uh, capital flowing around, yeah, and uh People need to make sure that this capital uh, earns uh, some interest. Yeah, and uh, uh, several investment banks have uh, uh, told the people that the electronics industry, in specific, the electronics manufacturing service industry, is an interesting target, and it is uh, uh, the case if you pick the right cherries. Because you, it's not just uh, all companies being in an excellent condition. Some really have trouble, but there are uh, still uh, companies who have net profits of twenty percent. So that's attractive. So, how would you kind of in closing here? How would you characterize the current state of EMS in Europe? Uh, the way. The EMS look at, at it themselves is they think uh, it's uh, consolidating. Um, I don't think so. It's only consolidating in regards to a number, a number of players. Uh, uh, we already saw this year two uh, small companies shutting down the doors. 
uh, it's something we have been predicting a long time ago already, uh, that uh, it is a problem uh, for uh, small companies to stay alive. Uh, the OEM industry is uh, trying to reduce the number of players on the one hand, so the number of suppliers. Uh, on the other hand, they would like to not just uh, uh, um, put uh, the PCBA uh, out to the uh, suppliers, but they would love to have the full product manufactured by uh, service companies. And uh, uh, this automatically increases the order size. And if a company today uh, has a supplier whom he feeds with orders uh, uh, accounting for about 25% of the uh, annual revenues of this company, he's not gonna uh, gonna add more business to this company because it's too risky. He makes his supplier dependent and um, the uh, EMS companies uh, who are in this situation should not push for this either because it makes them totally dependent. And uh, one day uh, a smart uh, buyer comes up and says, well, you either now reduce your prices by 5% or you're out. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not a good situation. Um, on the other hand, we, in the long term, we do see uh, that there will be more uh, business outsourced for the simple reason uh, that we are now in the situation of high interest rates. We have in the past past uh, eight to 10 years, we have been uh, in a situation where money was cheap. Yeah? Yeah. So uh, a lot of OEMs, uh, when they had uh, uh, came to the situation that their capacity was filled and they needed extra capacity, they decided to invest themselves. Now, this situation has changed. Um, uh, OEMs, uh, seeing that money is not cheap anymore, uh, you have to pay a lot of interest for it, um, prefer to outsource. So, you remember the situation uh, that we said in Europe, we have about 41% of all electronic products being manufactured by EMS companies. Um, we, at the moment, calculate this percentage to go up uh, to 45, 46% by um, end of this decade, meaning 2030, um, which is helpful. And in actual fact, um, whereas in the last uh, eight years, we had an average uh, annual growth rate of about 5.9%. Uh, mm -hmm. We do see uh, that uh, annual average growth rates to go up to, to 69 or even 7.2%. So uh, yeah. the future is bright, but again, not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. So good, good, good. I'm not, I'm not concerned about this. Uh, uh, the uh, the industry. I think they have a bright future if they make the right decision, if they have the right number, if they have the right planning tools um, and uh, know whom to talk to, then uh, for sure uh, they're going to be in the business uh, in the next 10 years again as well. Very good. Very good. Before we close, I just want to ask for our audience's benefit: if uh, where can where will you or your people be presenting, and uh, if they wanted to come meet you, um, you know, hear more about your data, and you know, get a full dose of your charming personality, where uh, where might 
where might they find y'all? Well, the next event uh, or the next events will be some company internal events uh, where we have been ordered to to present to uh, uh, the management team. Uh, but on uh, a public notice, uh, my colleague, Dr. Mareike Haas, will be presenting at Productronica. Um, and she will uh, give you an update on the present situation in uh, Europe. Uh, and she will be presenting on the 15th of November at 10 o'clock. Um, and I can't tell you at the moment uh, which hall it's going to be. Yeah, But she'll be there. Um, then uh, we have the IPC EMS seminar in Tallinn, which happens on the 30th of November. Um, as far as I know, I don't want to 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 mention it uh, too much in detail at the moment. We're gonna get that out next week. We will have a very very interesting keynote uh, speaker this year, and uh, uh, Dr. Mareike Haas and uh, my colleague Michael Kunzbeck will be giving presentations there as well about uh, uh, various subjects in the EMS industry, um, including. Uh, uh, will be as well, and I would like to mention that uh, the update on the present situation uh, of our activities together with IPC on um, uh, the difficult situation of the PCB industry in Europe. Yeah, so um, let me just make a couple of sentences to that. Um, we have seen this in, in Washington already, that there is activity uh, to say, well, chips don't float. Uh, uh, you cannot just look at the semiconductor, pump uh, lots of money into that, and uh, then uh, do not look at uh, the full value chain uh, and uh, check whether there are other dependencies. And I can tell you there are other dependencies. And the main dependency is on the printed circuit board side. And in Europe, that is even worse than it is in the United States. Only 1.9% of global uh, PCB manufacturing is done in Europe nowadays. And due to the fact that the price pressure from China is so big, uh, companies do not invest anymore in the te technology. <coughs> uh, so sooner or later, we will lose this technology um, at all, if nobody is investing anymore. Um, about 23 years ago, we still had more than 500 PCB manufacturers in Europe. Today, we have 172, and uh, the number is further diminishing, and we cannot just lean back and uh, uh, look at it and not uh, react to it. We definitely need to do something we need to help this industry uh, to invest again in the newest technology so we have the newest technology. And let's be realistic. It's not just the ordinary PCB to say so. If you look at the first level packaging, uh, uh, a lot of those uh, chip scale packages and all of that are ordinary PCBs as well. It's just uh, PCBs with a much denser structure, much more complex, uh, but the uh, manufacturing technology is no different than uh, uh, the uh, ordinary PCB with a difference. You need better equipment. You need maybe even clean room 
yeah, uh, in order uh, to manufacture those. And if you today talk about uh, the biggest uh, um, uh, company in, in Europe, ATNS, um, they don't want to be ma named uh, a PCB manufacturer anymore. They say, no, we, we make uh, chip scale packages. We uh, supply, uh, for example, the OZAT uh, industry. And uh, it is the highest time that we in Europe get our act together, all companies and the associations, and uh, fight uh, together uh, to get stronger support by the European uh, Union. And IPC initiated this uh, already beginning of this year, as we have had uh, several discussions in Brussels already, uh, and uh, the people we are talking to are now uh, in the process as to say we want to know more, want to more, more details, and we are in the process of of uh, giving them uh, the details. And it's not an easy task because we need to do the proper calculations, and you um, don't just do that overnight. So right. we're working on it, uh, but speed is of the essence because uh, not only in Washington you have new elections next year, uh, in the European Union we have uh, elections as well. And uh, if you have not achieved anything by uh, the, uh, the start of the elections, you start from scratch again. Got it. Yeah. Listen, uh, thank you for those comments. That issue was on the top of my list when I started to speak to you and I completely uh, got caught up in the conversation, forgot to ask that. So thank you for circling back to that, because it's a very important topic, obviously, in Europe, as it is here in the United States. And I'm just glad to see that uh, that there are associations and groups who are starting to, yeah. to promote that. Eric, Eric, that open, only happens to you because you don't write down the questions and don't read them from the paper. Okay, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I can't let you go without the last question. I'm sure everybody's wondering is when are you and I going on the road again? That won't be until next year sometime. Yes. No oh, and yes. Yeah, so we will just, I would just say, you know, we can't commit to anything, although we are in discussions about our next grand journey. Uh, and I think it'll, I look forward to it. Um, those are always very insightful. Those, it's good time well spent. I think it brings a lot of value to the audience uh, yes. and obviously in, increases our knowledge and understanding of the industry as well. Oh, yes. Uh, without this knowledge, uh, uh, I would only have half the picture. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you cannot just read uh, annual reports, balance sheets, and P and Ls. Uh, you need to go into the factories, and that is our advantage: uh, that we go into the factories, we look uh, uh, at the things on site, and uh, tell me any market researcher uh, other than us who does that. Nobody yeah. does. Yeah, exactly. So my our message there will be: stay tuned. Uh, I will say, though, when I was asking you about where you will be, you will be at Apex next year as well here. So yes, yes, the people here in North America who attend the Apex show, um, mm -hmm. Dita will be attending that, which will be in April next year in Anaheim now. Yes, 5th uh, right to the 11th of April. Yeah, right there, uh, right next to Disneyland. So uh, you can, we'll have a contest to see which character from Disney Dita most resembles. So uh <laughs> We'll figure that out. Uh, yep. 
Dita, it is always to catch up with you. You bring a wealth of insight and information to the industry. Please, uh, we thank you for that and keep up the good work. Okay. Thank you, Eric. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.